and he asked a lot of questions, but by the end, he was really happy and excited. So how much is he uh, willing to invest? Basically 200. I'm, I'm really happy as well. This I'm works. Glad. It works, you guys. It's all about creating a system, creating a process that works. There are millions of real estate investors out there, and most are stuck with just a couple of properties. They want financial freedom, but their small portfolio ends up costing them more in time, effort, and money than it's worth. Getting out of the rat race seems harder than ever. This show will help you do more deals, better deals, and bigger deals. Finally, you'll be able to reach your income and lifestyle goals. How? By attracting and leveraging private money partners and their capital. Now get ready to raise more money, because here's your host, Dave Dubow. Well, hey, it's Dave here and with another episode of the How to Raise Capital 101 show for real estate investors. And this episode is part two of three on what I call my ultimate investor enrollment script. So part one, hopefully you've checked that out. That was all about getting things ready to go, preparing things, framing things properly, getting everything set up, ready to actually start talking business. Today, what we're talking about is planting the seed in the mind of your prospective investor about the kind of questions they should be asking, you're going to be asking them. And then also, even more importantly, getting an upfront agreement. Now, what does that mean? An upfront agreement is all about getting the person to commit to giving you a solid answer at the end of your meeting. So you're going to see why this is so important in today's training. So enjoy and check it out. Step number three is seeding, planting the seeds in the mind of our prospective investor. And I'll explain what this is all about. And this is part of the overview and the upfront agreement. So here's what we want to do first. We want to get things started on a nice, friendly note. And we also want to remember, very important that you remember, folks, that I say this with love and affection, but everybody here on this call and after the fact, watching whatever we're doing here is a real estate weirdo. <laughs> okay, we are different. We are not normal human beings in that respect. Normal human beings are watching Netflix. They're not taking training on raising capital and doing investor presentations. So we got to keep that in mind that our prospective investor is not a real estate weirdo like us. So here's the reality. Here's something I learned the hard way, you guys. Never assume the other person even knows what kind of questions they should be asking. Like we go into these things, assuming the other person's going to know what kind of questions to ask. They don't. Most of the time, they don't. They might have a vague idea of a few questions they have. But what we want to do is we want to plant the seeds of the kind of questions they should be asking right up front. And then guess what we're going to do? We're going to cover all of that in our presentation. So when we get to that point, they're going to be thinking, oh, geez, yeah, I was kind of curious about that. No, they weren't until we planted the seed in their mind. Does that make sense, you guys? So this is really, really helpful for us and quite frankly for them as well because it gives them something to anchor things on. It gives them something to focus on. Otherwise, it's just kind of all, uh, you guys follow me here? So let's do this. Let's plant the seed. So by meeting with Brad and Emma, and they're not real estate people, 
or say something like this. Okay, Brad, Emma, chances are, as we go through the presentation, you're probably going to have some questions for me, right? So you're probably going to want to know, you know, why is it that we focus on multifamily properties? Why are we investing in those apartment buildings? Why do we like the market that we're focused on there? What are the big benefits of investing in apartment buildings? What are some of the pitfalls or what are some of the risks about investing in apartment buildings? What's the time frame? What kind of return can we be looking for on our money? What's our risk level? These kind of things. So, so you guys, just to make sure I delivered the goods for you, are you comfortable asking me those kind of questions, Brad, Emma? Are you guys comfortable doing that? Okay, good. So what have I done? I've now planted the seeds of a bunch of different questions they should be asking. And guess what we cover in the presentation? We cover all of that stuff, okay? Now, here's another one. This is a magic one. So we're off to a good start. They've agreed. Yeah, they're, gonna, they're willing to ask me these kind of questions. But guess what? I need to get some information from them as well. And I want to get their agreement that they're comfortable answering my questions without coming across as, as pushy, right? So we have to position this as what's in it for them. Remember that, you guys, you've all heard this, W-I-I-F-M, what's in it for them? We have to do it with this way as well. So here's how this looks for me. And Brad and Emma, in order to make sure that this is a good fit for you, uh, what's in it for them, in order to make sure that this is a good fit for you, I'm going to have some questions for you guys as well, right? So things like, what kind of investing have you done to date? What have you been up to so far? Have you got any experience investing in revenue properties before? What are you looking for from an investment? What's your comfort level, your risk tolerance level? What kind of returns would make you happy campers? How involved do you want to be in the deals? These kind of things. So again, you guys, to make sure it's a good fit for you, are you comfortable answering those kind of questions? Oh, yeah. Of Perfect. Do you, notice, do you notice my little head bobby thing here? No, Parkinson's has not quite kicked in, but I am I am nodding the head here. And the reason is, if I'm nodding my head, it's very difficult for them not to nod their heads as well. Does that make sense, you guys? So there you go. So now we got agreement. We've planted the seeds of the kind of questions they should be asking us, which coincidentally we're going to be covering. And we've also got their permission that they're going to answer my questions. Not that any of this stuff is super intrusive, but we just want to make sure it is a good fit for both parties before we bring them on board. All right. Step number four. Oh, this is beautiful, you guys. Who here has been in any kind of sales type position ever before? Anybody ever done any kind of salesy type stuff? Have you ever had anybody kind of string you along? Has that ever happened to anybody besides me? Oh yeah, I'm really interested. Just let me think about it. I might be in, you know, this kind of thing. So let's do this. Let's avoid getting those kind of wishy-washy answers. Because basically at the end of the day, there are three options people can give us when we try to peg them down, right? Yes, I'm interested. I'm going to sign off on the expression of interest. Let's get the ball rolling. No, I'm really not interested. This isn't what I'm looking for. Or what's very common is, ooh, sounds kind of interesting. Let me think it over, which is another word for maybe. And maybes are a colossal waste of time, folks. Maybes are a polite rejection. However, they leave a tiny little glimmer of hope where really there is none. <laughs> There's a sliver sliver of light in a sea of darkness that we end up chasing after. So when somebody says, maybe I might be interested, that's when we start doing all this follow-up type stuff, when quite frankly, they were just trying not to hurt our feelings. 
Does that make sense, folks? So what we want to do is we want to give permission to say no. We want to make it okay for the other person to say no. And the beautiful thing is when you do this right, it takes all of the pressure off of you and all of the pressure off of the other person as well. All right. And it gets rid of that terrible maybe option here. So here's what this looks like, you guys. So Brad, Emma, at the end of our time here today, one of two things is going to happen. We'll go through the whole thing. And for whatever reason, it might not be a good fit for you guys right now. In which case, I want you to feel perfectly comfortable saying, Dave, thanks, but no thanks. We're not interested. Or on the other hand, we'll go through the whole presentation. We'll get to the end of it. And you'll see that, yes, this is something that you're interested in. And you want to see what the next steps are. You want to get the ball rolling. And don't worry, guys, we're not going to ask you to cut me a check for 100 grand today. But you're going to be seriously interested. And we're going to get things going. Does that make sense? So at the end of our time, are you comfortable saying either, yes, Dave, I'm interested, or no, I'm not interested? Absolutely. Perfect. All right, you guys. That is the upfront agreement. Now, I didn't follow the script very well, but it's the gist of it. <laughs> it changes kind of every time I do it. But that's the idea, right? We want to take the pressure off them. So now, Brad and Emma aren't worried. Because here's the thing, right? We get in these kind of presentations. The other person is thinking we're desperately trying to sell them something. Now we've told them, hey, you know what? It's okay if it's not a fit for you. That's perfectly fine. Tell me if it's not a fit. I just want a, a yes or a no. Make sense, you guys? This is super, super helpful. Oh, here's one of my favorite success stories when it comes to their first presentation. This is Bruno. Bruno was brand new to the country when he started working together. And he came from Mexico. He had a little bit of experience doing multifamily in Mexico. None here. So he's starting from scratch. And he had no track record, not that many contacts either. So we went through this whole process. He got a, a presentation with a prospective investor. Listen how well it went. Well, he's ready to go. Awesome, my friend. Wow. Yeah. So, so does that mean that did you use the presentation that we were working on? Or yeah. Nice. So so far, one out of one. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll give you a virtual high five. How's that? Sound? <laughs> awesome. Congratulations. Good work. I did what you recommended me to do. He was my first presentation, so I was a little bit more informal. And he asked a lot of questions, but by the end, he was really happy and excited. So how much is he uh, willing to invest? Basically, 200. <laughs> I'm, I'm really happy as well. This okay. works. It works, you guys. It's all about creating a system, creating a process that works. This episode is brought to you by MoneyPartnerFormula.com. Our Money Partner Formula service allows you to raise all the private capital you need to do all the deals you want while we handle the hard stuff. We offer reliable and affordable done-for-you marketing services that get you investor meetings booked without all the work. So go ahead and check out the website right now. And then feel free to schedule a call with me and let's take your portfolio to the next level. Again, that's moneypartnerformula.com. Watch investor meetings pop up in your calendar. We handle the rest.